On this week's episode of Twiatch, we talk about a lot of things like the Super Nintendo Classic and don't talk about politics. No. Stay tuned. This week in our collective heads, wanna put an old rumor to bed. Stereotype that you've all heard, how we're all just angry video game nerds. Most of us have actual jobs, kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah. This week in our collective heads, this week in our collective heads. Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Kevin, and I'm joined by... There are some who call him... Tim? Really weird story this week. <laughs> Apparently somebody thinks that people who are named Patrick... Also go like, by Tim. Yeah, there's a standard nickname for I've that. Heard, I've heard Patrick. One person said Rick, but then they, then they immediately followed that up by... I've never heard anyone say that, but Rick is in the name. And I'm like, hey, that's... You know, that's observant. That's right. fine. But not... Do you go by Tim? There's no M in this name. No. No. So, yeah. So, welcome to uh, Season 2, Episode 4 of our uh, gaming news uh, podcast and YouTube show and everything. It's the weekly show where we tell you uh, all the gaming news that you may have missed throughout the week. Try to give a kind of a roundup of the most important things that happened this week uh, in like gaming. Like that. Like that. That was pretty important, uh, in my opinion. Um, yeah, we did uh, get a, a Super Nintendo Classic. I really like it. I know a lot of people have argued, like... Uh, that you could do more for less on a Raspberry Pi, which yeah. I would agree, which is not as legal. Right. Uh, I would also say that this is very easy to use for people who uh, want something, want that immediate gratification. Also, the the uh, casing looks great. Yeah. So, I mean, you can get someone to 3D print a case for a Raspberry Pi, and you could do all that, sure. <laughs> but this is a really, or... good, it's a really good product. Um, I'm hopeful that they will keep it. They will continue to try to stock it. Stock it was considerably better at launch yep. than with the NES Classic. Yes. But we'll see how it rolls out over the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So I'm, I'm kind of using myself as the guinea pig in this. I am putting myself in the shoes of someone who wasn't obsessively watching and wasn't like sure. ready and counting sure. down the days yeah. or whatever. And so now I'm going to see if Reggie was actually telling the truth and I can just go find one. So I will let you know over the next couple of weeks uh, if I manage to. You you did a midnight and, and no, I did, and I did it up. at ten a.m. Yeah, same thing. I, I yeah I, I uh, went to a GameStop at ten a.m. because at midnight uh, I had a couple people who uh, talked to me about this at Toys R Us and Best Buy. They did midnight releases. Mm -hmm. Walmart did a midnight release, but what they did was you, if you walk into Walmart and you're like I wanted I want a Super Nintendo, they're like all right here's your ticket ticket for your line place. So then you can go do whatever. Okay. The and they told people stay in the store because right. they want you to buy stuff. But people got them at like nine thirty in the in, in the evening. Yeah. And then just like went out, got something to eat, hung out with friends, came right. back at like eleven. Yeah. I mean, it, also you kind of miss the. Um, to me, you miss a little bit of the environment of people talking about how you know hyped they were. For yeah, it. because like. Uh, I was I was in college when the PS2 launched, yeah. and and so we went and sat outside of the Best Buy, and you know you get to you get to meet people and like there's there's a congregation we're all sitting here and and we're we're all talking we're yeah. telling what we're excited about what which game we're going to get which obviously wouldn't apply in this case but we could talk about we would have been able to talk about like what game we were most excited mm -hmm. about our various memories yeah because uh, I haven't even played all of these um, I haven't either uh, Kirby Superstar I know that Jake the Snake really likes mm -hmm. that one and then Super Punch Out. 
Um, I, I've played the arcade one with the wire mesh yeah, yeah. frame thing, and then I've played regular Punch-Out, but I haven't played Super. Yeah, and this is so. the console that I missed uh, growing mm -hmm. up, so I'm, I'm and glad this, to jump in. This these, is are, <laughs> these are the games. I mean, it, it, it has the list on the I'll back. I'll try to put up a... Uh, the list of games is great, um, and the ease of being able to save with the reset button is great as well. But we'll, we'll go on to some actual gaming news. Uh, right. as, as great as this is, uh, let's go on to some gaming news. Right, right after. Uh, totes for this week, our topic of the episode show, which is uh, we release that on Friday night, and uh, and you know kind of get your feedback on that, and then we discuss your your uh, picks mm -hmm. and we lay out our picks. And so uh, this week we're going to be talking about our favorite fighting games. Yeah. So what 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 do you like to do when you like to punch a digital version of something, or have a digital version punch another digital version? That works. Right. That works. Now we can do news. Now we can do news. So we're going to start off. Uh, so Red Dead Redemption. Uh, they had a trailer which was. I was hoping for more when they said, hey, we've got something to show yeah. you. We've got something to show you. What I was hoping for was more on the lines of a Bethesda, here's a like 20-minute um, you know, expo of like, here's some, here's some gameplay. Let's talk to the developers. What's important about Red Dead? What is the yeah. lifeblood of Red Dead? Uh, redemption, what we're going to you know, pull into that. Um, that's what I was hoping uh, because I've been really spoiled by Bethesda in that. Uh, we got a trailer, uh, which was a good trailer. Um, and it's, it's kind of a story-ish sets up like mm -hmm. the the main protagonist, um, which I really like. Morgan, uh, mm -hmm. Morgan's the main protagonist. Who, uh, so John Marston was a was the protagonist with a storied past, a very checkered past, and, right. a, and he was like, I'm I'm behind. Yeah, it's behind me now. I'm I'm better than that. This guy straight up threatens to kill a, a, a like a like a teenager, a yeah. fourteen year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's like, it's, yeah, it's, shame, it's shame what happened to your mom. Uh, you know, I'll keep her I, in black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. It, it, that was he. Basically said, "Yeah, I'll murder you if you step out of line." And I really, I'm curious how that's going to play for that character. Um, also, because this is very early on, I don't know. Is that the? I mean, that seems to be our main character. Yeah. But I don't know if that's our only main character. I don't know if they're going to do. I'm curious a... about the guy who said we need more guns uh -huh. and the girl who said you're the only one I can trust. I would. I. My. My. Wild prediction is that if we do get multiple characters, mm -hmm. those are the other two. I can't remember who said we need more guns. Um, uh, it's it's a. I, I only kind of watched the. Okay, because <laughs> the there thing. are characters in this that are in Red Dead Redemption. Okay, no, it wasn't one of that. Okay, because uh, because um, what's his name, Bill, and a couple of Bill Compton, yeah, a couple others. Bill Compton is that from True Blood? Yeah, Bill Compton is, is Vampire is, Bill. Is he also in Red Dead? No, is he also in there? No, that's not who it is. Um, uh, so that character, there's there's a couple of characters that are in there, which leads us to believe it's a prequel because those characters probably more than likely died, and also they look uh, a lot right. younger. And, and Dutch, the the leader of the gang, Dutch, was, yeah, yeah, Dutch is in there as well. So uh, I'm I'm hopeful about it. I, I'm. I, I wouldn't say hopeful. I'm I'm still hyped about this because I love the environment for the first Red Dead Redemption. Uh, I think this is going to live up to the to the hype. Uh, a lot of people are asking, you know, can we get uh, a zombies mode? That I don't care about that. This isn't Call of Duty. That was a yeah. one-off fun thing. I don't need more Red Dead Redemption zombies, uh, Undead Nightmare. I need uh, a good story, and that's all I want them to concentrate on. I want a very fleshed out story which this seems like it like i said it's a prequel um i'm gonna guess around 10 years prior 
uh, to Red Dead Redemption, but okay. I'm ha- I'm happy about it. I'm happy about it for the most part. And it's gorgeous. Yes, it is. It's right. super pretty. Not there were uh, I was watching IGN's live stream of it, mm-hmm. and they were they were um, making predictions on things like how many horses are we going to see. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Nice. It was good stuff. Yeah. So uh, we had news last week about uh, Player Unknown Battleground and Fortnite, and them is essentially saying that. Um, they may take legal action, and they were they were right, and they they were really upset about the whole Fortnite release thing. Mm-hmm. And um, what we took that to mean was that they were saying, you know, Fortnite is doing the same thing we were doing. Apparently, they're upset with Epic, yes. for not telling them that yeah. they were releasing another thing that was similar. Yeah. So, and for, okay. those, for those who don't know, Epic Epic is the company who licenses the Unreal Engine. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyone, like people in this room can can make a game with Unreal, you can sign up for a completely free uh, Unreal uh, account, which I have. Right. I can make a game with Unreal and put and publish it. Now, if you make over a specific amount of uh, money, you then pay, uh, pay Epic for that. Right. But Epic, unless... I, I didn't see anything in their statements regarding this at all. I know they worked closely with Epic on Player Unknown. Mm-hmm. Except, I don't know if Fortnite did. Now, even if they did, it's it's just it's not up to them. They're you know that's like I, I was trying to think of, of an analogy or any analogy, but really that's that's I mean it's essentially it's like you're buying specific. a product. You're yeah. buying a product. Let's let's do it very generic. You're buying a product. Mm-hmm. You've licensed a product to use. And then someone else also licensed a product to use because it's in the user agreement and all of the legality that you can also buy said product. Yeah. You, would you like a car? Yes, I'd like a car too. We can both buy a car and do things with the car. Mm-hmm. What we do with them uh, in regards to trying to make money off of them or trying to resell them, that's up to us because we've, we've purchased that license. Yeah. They haven't violated the license. Right. And so what, what PlayerUnknown's uh, company, uh, Bluehole, was saying was that um, Epic has made a tremendous amount of money off of our game. Sure. They should have let us know what was going I'm sorry, no. no. That's not how anything has yeah. ever worked. Yeah. So yeah. it was it was it was they, they clarified it. They still don't have any legal grounds or honestly I, I, I don't I don't understand their point of contention. Yeah, I think they they're misunderstanding how how that works. Now, if you have an in-house engine, mm-hmm. then that's fine. Or if right. you've licensed exclusive rights to said engine, they didn't like. Re- <laughs> I'm sorry, Player Unknown is pretty big, but they didn't license complete exclusive. Yeah, they didn't buy the Unreal. engine or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've and we've seen this with other engines uh, like the the uh, what is it called the Fox Fox engine mm-hmm. and others that like Bethesda has their own engines and their own uh, own sets. Now that makes perfect sense for what they're doing. You know, but if they were licensing it out, then yeah, someone else can make a, a relatively carbon copy. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was a very strange moment. Yeah. And yeah. Um, not strange stuff is backwards compatibility though. Um, oh yeah, we Call got backwards compatibility. Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, yes, which had a remaster that came out fairly recently, and then I guess with the last Call of Duty, so last November. Mm-hmm. Um, so Advanced Warfare now has a a remastered version, but you can also play the original on Xbox One. Which I mean, that's nice that they're doing this. We we talked about this last week with Halo, and we were curious. 
uh, when the Halo Collection came out, we were curious whether or not they would actually do backwards compatibility because it yeah. could cannibalize sales of a new product by third-party product or... Um, Something uh, somebody already something had. already had yeah so I, I, I'm glad that they did that uh, also Sonic Adventure which mm-hmm. um, not a fan it's 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 one of the Sonic games that came and went and didn't really it, it's not one of the beloved ones yes but you, it is a Sonic game yeah mostly I just remember the logo where everything is like way blown up and circly <laughs> yeah it's 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 a strange one if you want a good Sonic game go grab the new Sonic uh, game that's on Nintendo Switch right now uh, Sonic I, Mania I it's it's everywhere I, I love it it is everywhere that's right uh, I I love it I played it on the Switch it's it's exactly what I want in a Sonic game. It is an updated version of Sonic. It is retro, but it is here. It is very Nautro, if you will. Nautro. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> he didn't get the reference. Right. That's fine. So, Shadow of, uh, Shadow of War, the new uh, Shadow of Mordor sequel, is right. coming out crazy soon. Uh, next uh, in week. a week and week one week. day, if you're listening yes. to the podcast today, this releases. Yeah. Uh, so, um, the there's been a lot of controversy in regards to uh, the um, microtransactions and right. loot boxing verse uh, in that, but there there's going to be a, a free DLC apparently. Okay, so this. okay, I right. didn't I didn't get to read into this, and I was curious. About okay, so uh, what what had originally happened was uh, they uh, WB Studios <clears throat> released a thing, and they said, hey, we're gonna do this uh, Shadow of, of War DLC. But we're going to to give all the proceeds to charity, and they're like, okay, cool. And then people started reading into the fine print, and it was like, only if you live in the U.S., only if it's purchased this uh, way, only if it's. And so, like, there was a lot of money that was still going to come to them, yeah. and people got upset about that. And that was a little while ago. Um, we didn't report on it because it it wasn't really that big of a deal. It was just kind of a weird technical thing or they might not have even really been paying attention to it but the internet got upset about it and once Neil Gaff grabs a hold of something like that then it's it's just going to blow up so now they're saying okay that Shadow of War DLC is free and we've donated it to a charity so we're all cool now we're, and you know what as as much as I would like I, I'm, I'm on the fence on that because I'm glad that they did that I think that's a good faith gesture mm-hmm. to say you know what that and and I I'm pretty sure the reason that they did that is because if you're outside of the U.S. and you're giving them money, then the legality of to take that money and then donate it to a United States charity, mm-hmm. that is probably where the problem was to play yeah, devil's I, advocate with them. And, I would imagine that's yeah. So instead of doing that, or instead of saying proceeds will go to an asterisk in the U.S., your money will go directly. The money that is outside of the U.S., we will make sure it gets there. That's the way they should have done it. Because what they yeah. should have done was U.S. money goes to the charity. Any, you know, if they, let's, easy numbers, $50,000, let's say. Okay. $50,000 came in internationally. They would go, okay, we have $50,000. We personally will donate money as a company of said $50,000 because then it's yeah. legal. Um, I, I think that's that's the reason. I think this is a good. Uh, if this was a good gesture for them to do that, though, to say we do want to donate, uh, we want the money to go to the right place. We don't want to seem cagey. Yeah. So I will. I will not come 100% defend their action, but I do like at least that they did that and they didn't just go, sorry, just <laughs> deal with it, um, yeah. which they could do. Um, I, there's some other uh, interesting news on that comes to Shadow of War. Uh, the developers were talking about. Um, Balancing out this game because there's microtransactions and a lot of people are upset because they're like, well, if you can pay for a lot of this, it's not necessarily pay pay to win. Let's pay for a leg up, Mm -hmm. randomized leg up. 
but if you can pay for a leg up, how does that work with the game balancing and everything? Yeah. And the answer that they gave was, don't worry, uh, sorry, the question that they were given was, how does that work uh, if you want to play a game and you don't want to do microtransactions? Right. The answer was, well, all of our playtesting has been without the microtransactions and without that economy, so I think it's fine. And immediately I thought, well, what about playtesting with those loot boxes? Because yeah. they haven't. So for us, it's going to be a good experience. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I mean, not, I'm not buying, I'm not not buying, buying so microtransactions. I'm yeah. not going to do microtransactions on it. So for us, it's going to be a balanced game, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, it, I think that if people want to grab to do some loot boxes or whatever, if they want to do it for a leg up, if they want to help the grind, if they want to push put over the developer, they want to push, put money to the developer, however you want to phrase it, uh, yeah. however your mentality is, I think is okay. I think that um, it's just weird that they didn't have a separate play test for the like, all right, now we'll throw some loot boxes at it. Does right. it make it too easy? But yeah. we'll see. So yeah, and, and we will, because I'm, I'm going to play the crap out of this game. And I, I'm playing Assassin's Creed, so I'm like, I can't... I'm spending too much money right now, so I'm like, I have to wait. <laughs> I have to wait. I'll play it, but I right. need to wait for now. So Speaking of games that we can't play, though, yeah. um, Steam has shut down one developer who had uh, 178 games. Yep. And and basically, this is just... Published in a year, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just one developer just making a bunch of garbage with... with engine. Steam has become a very strange system, and and they're they're trying a bunch of different things to to try to figure out um, how to how to how to run it, how to make it work. <sighs> yeah, so they they've shut down one developer and they've they've removed their games yep. from the store. That's cool, but you're releasing more than a hundred games mm -hmm. most weeks. Yep. So there's a lot more work to do. 178 is is. One and if this if this becomes a thing and they keep rolling these out and they keep deleting uh, yeah like who who's the one that that, uh, that uh, he's always going after uh, Sterling Jim um, Sterling yeah I'm trying to remember the, the yeah there, there, there's there's a developer that that he goes after that that makes a bunch of garbage games oh they're they're bankrupt now yeah and they're they're gone but what I'm saying is that <laughs> like the Steam community I mean people will. People in the Steam community would be willing to do this for Valve for free. Digital and, homicide. Yeah, yeah, digital homicide. Yeah, and so you you have an audience willing to work with you. Yeah. Well, they've been working with Jim. Yeah. They've been working with Jim and others, but a lot on Jim because he's been so critical in regards to how Steam rolls out games. And he's, he's also very public he's, about about... Look, these are things that can be fixed. Mm -hmm. We want to help fix mm -hmm. them. He has, he has the audience... And so that can be a couple of layers of filter yeah. between Valve and and the the angry mob yeah. that is Steam users. Yeah, I know we've said it before. Not 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 all of you. Not all of you. Uh, some people, good people on both sides. You think there are good people at Steam? <laughs> there could be. There's some good people at Valve. They made Half Life Two, man. Yeah, and those and, people are gone. And they're gone because they're was they're all gone. Twelve years ago. <laughs> Um, yeah. So I think that we've discussed this in the past. They need to come up with a better system in regards to showcasing the the really good indie games. No money involved at all, yeah. but for a, a group of people 
uh, you know, six or eight people on Steam to be like, here's your picks of the week from from uh, from our team. Yeah. Don't even and associate names with the people because to me, if you associate a name and be immediately the internet will latch on and be like, well, historically he doesn't like shooters, so he's not going to like this yeah. game. Don't have any names. Just be like, here's our top list, a little couple blurbs about what they think about it, because that will get people to buy these indie games, these these cheaper indie games that less people would get. Well, I mean that's. They, they've they've tried so many different things, and that's that's the interesting thing to me. Uh, my 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 interest in Steam is is basically from from a, a journalistic objective standpoint because I'm not playing any of these. I, I don't. Like it. I, like I, I mean, I've got I've got this. I've got Behold the Kickman, and I, I tried to run it, and it didn't run. But I felt good about giving money because I, I like it. I like that guy, and I didn't get to yeah. pay him for uh, for the that one game that he yeah. did. I, I like I like Steam. I don't play as much on Steam, um, just because of the the my my setup and everything. It's not it's not really personal preference on hardware. It's more of of uh, of setting. And I I do have a Steam the Steam Link, which mm. works on a lot of games. But if you're playing anything that's going to require um, like Dark Souls can't be played on a Steam Link. I can get away with yeah. Skyrim with Steam with Steam Link, yeah. but Dark Souls it, there's just there's just a slight bit of latency, so there's no way mm -hmm. that it won't work. Yeah. But uh, speaking of yeah. things not working, yeah. Um, so Volition, uh, who released uh, Agents of Mayhem a little while ago, that game did not do well. Nope. Um, the 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 people who were who were big Saints Row fans, even though this is in that same universe, it just doesn't have the right. Yeah. The right touch, the right yeah. feel to it, and and it got hammered for that. Uh, Tandem Cannon is is a huge fan of that series, um, and they haven't picked it up just because you know it, it it doesn't seem to have that thing. So they're waiting for it to go on yeah. sale. But Volition was hit with huge layoffs. We we don't know. Um, Volition is still up. Mm -hmm. We'll see what happens next. But for now, they're just they're just kind of trying to find their footing again and yeah. figure out where to go from here. And it's it's unfortunate because what do you, what do you do in that case? Do you go back to basics? Do you go back to Saints Row Three, which is probably where they'll they'll have to go back to something like that. Yeah. Of course, you'll have to get funding to do something like that. You'll have to find more financial backing and everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, I if you've watched the show or listened to the show, then you know my love is for Saints Row One and Two. Uh, I don't think they're going to go back that far, uh, as much as I'd like to do that. But and um, someone was saying in a comment section that uh, uh, on a website that um, they were hoping that uh, Rockstar would buy them out so they'd have the Saints Row. Um, uh, but I immediately I thought no. that doesn't make any sense financially. No. Why would you spend money when you already have Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto makes a lot of money. Why yeah. cannibalize yourself? Just yeah. keep putting out Grand Theft Auto. I mean, well, the other thing it's is not that, a threat to them. The other thing is that Grand Theft Auto and Saints Row were, were two different uh, approaches to a very similar yes. basic. Yeah. And so if you have, you know, two groups working on the, when those combine, that there, there's not really a benefit to that. No. And so like the people, you know, the people who made Fortnite have mm -hmm. a different approach to Battle Royale yeah. than, than the PUBG team. They do. And so if those two were to merge, then you would just have a more of that thing, or actually, you would have less of that thing because there's only one. Avenue. Yeah, you'd have you'd have less of it, and um, monopolies are always bad for the for the buyer. Mm -hmm. uh, we want we want diversity. We want choices because then that lets a better product reign supreme. Yeah. Speaking of better products, mm -hmm. I'm on a roll today you with, with the segues. Roll. Speaking of better products, um, so when when the the sequel. 
when when Chloe came out and without you know any magic powers or anything, she was not voiced by Ashley Birch because of the uh, voice actor strike, which has gone on for a very long time. We yep. reported about it almost a year ago. Um, that has ended. They were able to finally hammer out some of those some of those things and figure out uh, where to go from here. Yep. So that that has ended. Um, some of the the clauses in there, the things that the voice actors were acting for, blew my mind that these were not already things. Like yeah. some of them, like uh, the the overly strenuous uh, yeah sessions and and uh, bonuses after the fact. Those those are interesting to me. But sometimes because of the incredible secrecy around uh, designing and developing games. Sometimes people would not be told if they were voicing a character that they had already voiced and that this was a sequel to their previous game. Yeah. So how do you tell the how do you not tell the actor who they're acting as? Yeah. Yeah, that that, is, that just blew my mind. That's or, why or, you have or if you're switching to another actor you're not telling them that there is an established character. Yeah. Because when I come into a sequel, I want to hear the same voice that I heard last time. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was uh, actually, um, Nolan North talked about this uh, earlier this year when um, when he was over in Dallas, and they were talking about him taking over as the ghost in Destiny. Mm -hmm. And he did the audition, and mm -hmm. uh, afterwards they immediately said, we want you for this. Sign all these contracts. Sign all these, all this paperwork. Right. This is what you're doing. Like, so he didn't know going into it, but as soon as he had that, then it was and, like, yes, this right. Is and that, and that makes sense yeah. because, um, but you know, on on the other side of the coin, in in defense of the the developers, there's been situations like uh, the guy who was the voice for Goofy saying, "Oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts three should be out by the end of this year. I finished up all my stuff." Yeah, and, and it was like. No, you so, don't get to talk for the company. And yeah, so that's and, also Bill Farmer, who's like I've met him a couple times, and he's like the nicest grandpa you'd ever like you could ever imagine. Well, I mean, he's, yeah. And like, no, this is personality. He's like well, that's also something you would expect Goofy to say. It, it is. It <laughs> is. And I think he's. I mean, not from an arrogance standpoint, but I think that he said it, and he had to have had a. Uh, I don't know. He had to have had a contract that said you can't talk about this, yeah. and he may have just said it because he's like, "Eh, what are they going to do?" Like he's been he's been goofy for twenty eight, thirty years, something like maybe yeah, longer than but that. That's going to make it a lot harder to get work if you're breaking contracts, and that's that's the thing for me is like if there's an actor who who breaks a contract or comes out or reveals a game too early, yeah. if they're the leak, then you can say, "Oh, okay, but, well then we just won't hire you." Yeah, anymore. but he's the goofy. Right, I understand that in in that, in that situation, situation, but as, I mean. as an industry yeah. standard, yeah. Okay, the, the, industry idea, standard the idea of letting people know what they're working on yeah. to so that they can improve the characters, yeah. that's important. I will say, judging by uh, historic, see see what Disney's done with, um, oh, what's the guy's name? The guy who played Kermit uh, since the late '80s, early '90s, yeah. that, that just got canned. Um, Disney has a very strict policy in regards to that, so Disney mm -hmm. may kick Farmer out. We'll see uh, what happens. I mean, there. he was done with Kingdom Hearts three. They might kill off Goofy in Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> Prediction. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that's, that. That's never gonna happen. That's never gonna happen. That would be so weird though if they just like <laughs> off one. If they if they off Donald or Goofy or Mickey. Yeah, there's if no they way. killed Mickey. There's no way. I, I would, would buy the crap out of that. I game. would love for them to do that, and then you have to go find Oswald, and like finish the game with Oswald instead. That would be. 
<laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd play that. Yeah. I'll also play Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yes. Which As I, will I. Yes. Uh, so we've been talking about this a lot because of the single player campaign and, and everything. There's a big push in regards to the story. Who's yeah. the writer on that? I uh, remember. Um, I can't remember who the writer is, but uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll take a look later. Um, but we got some more uh, details in regards to multiplayer and multiplayer modes. So a lot of the stuff is coming out from uh, from the, the first game. Right. We're going to get a lot of the stuff that we loved in the first game, which is great because we don't want to have to you know, redesign stuff. Right. They're also getting a Starfighter Assault, so you get to uh, uh, have hero ships and like fly around. We're getting Hoth which you have yeah. to get Hoth in everything. Uh, so I was happy about that. Um, but one thing that I'm happy about is that we're going to get an arcade mode that's going to have uh, single player or split screen on a console multiplayer. Thank you. Yay, Horde mode. Yes. Uh, I'm very happy about that because I, I love split screen. I love the I love Horde mode. I love our, our arcade kind of, you know... Give me a regular game where I can go through and I can play the story. And then if you want to give me challenges kind of thing, that's what yeah. board mode is for. Yeah. Um, so Walt Williams is the guy who's doing kind of the overall scope. Okay. And and we've, we've found out a little bit more about the, the development side. Uh, Walt Williams is the one who's doing the, the story and the overarching thing. Mm -hmm. And then uh, uh, Mitch Dyer from IGN is yep. doing the characters. Okay, that's right. And that's right. Yeah, that's what so I was I'm. I'm. I'm really excited about both yeah, of those. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited as well because the the focus on the Empire side, and I'm assuming you get to focus on both. Uh, I would like to see the story kind of bounce between them, tell the story from different sides. Yeah. Uh, the same well, battles, like, the same story, and give you a a reason uh, and context as to why these people are fighting. Yeah, and and so I'm really I'm really looking forward to seeing. Uh, Seeing the the protagonist's journey, um, also for the for this particular reveal, they had John Boyega like do the reveal, and I'm like yes, because he was he was the guy who said what the entire internet was thinking and said, hey, you know this game is cool and all, but uh, what about a story? Because he's a fan. He yeah. actually plays the game. Uh -huh. uh, and that he, and that made that yeah. made us extremely yeah. happy. And so for for them to recognize that to come out and be like, hey, not only are we listening, but here, here's kind yeah. of a, a recompense for for how we handled it yeah. before, and that made me happy. Yeah. Speaking of uh, fans uh, of games that also play the games, did you mm -hmm. know Nathan Fillion plays Destiny and Destiny Two? <laughs> I did not. Yeah, like that is awesome. So he though. tweeted out his character recently because I think he like he maxed out, and he like nice. yeah, and um, I can't I, I think I can't remember what his tweet was, like. I think it was him basically saying, "Hey guys, I already, you know, I got, I got to max level or whatever. I don't know if he's done strikes or or, or any. I don't know what all he's done there, but he's level right. twenty. He's got really good gear, and immediately everyone's clamoring, saying, like, can you please like let him play his character in the game? So that way, if people see him running around, oh, that would be amazing. I, I mean, I would do that, like, yeah, for the ver a verified account to be like, oh, okay, you are." Uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Cade? Is it Cade? I can't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, to be like, all right, well, you get to play as your character, which is funny because his character's a, a hunter right. in the, the voices. He plays a warlock. Okay. So, but, <laughs> but I think it'd be, if I was, if I was uh, Bungie, I would give him the opportunity to play as himself. Because how cool would that be to be in, like, in to team up in voice chat and you're literally playing with Nathan Fillion as his character? I, I would not be able to concentrate. <laughs> Yeah, um, he he goes down, Captain. Captain. <laughs> yeah, that that that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, 
So if, if you are also interested in playing with people you might not have expected to play with, um, Flower. Flower is is on is on iPhone and iPad. Yeah. And I I really didn't see that coming. They they this was on this was on Vita and, and PlayStation three and four and it's it's just a gorgeous game. Um, and having played it, like I played it on the Vita with the tilt controls yeah. and stuff, so I know that that works. Mm -hmm. I know that they they have made that a thing, and it is it is a magnificent, beautiful game. It's a very uh, peaceful one. So um, as far as as far as mobile games go, um, this is I think that this will be a good one if you if you need something to kind of calm yourself down yeah. because it's it's not terribly difficult. Um, and it's it's mostly just a relaxing thing, and it can be kind of tricky to control. Mm -hmm. But uh, but you know you're just you're maneuvering flower petals around. Yeah. So I, I can see this as as a relaxing thing that people would want to have on their iPhones, iPad, and eventually Androids. I don't. I, I can see why, but I guess like you said with the tilt controls and everything, I personally don't see why. Like I can see that it could be good, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Like I've I have I've be, I've played a lot of mobile games, and I've gotten to the point now where there's a there's a very tight um, uh, group of games that I'm like this type of game works well, mm -hmm. and these type really don't. So I'm yeah. I'm not not to be you know negative about it, but I I don't know how it, how well it will work on there. Okay. But it could it could work. Well, well, I mean when when I played it on on Vita, it was entirely tilt. There was no like. That there were no button presses yeah. at all, yeah. so I basically played it on basically. mobile. But then you have you still have start to pause. I guess you could hit the screen. I don't know how they're gonna how they did that portion yeah. of it, but we'll see. We'll see how it is. Um, in other news, uh, another Nintendo news. Uh, so Nintendo came out with uh, more details on their uh, on their creators program, which has never been a good thing. Um, and it continues to not be a good thing, even more. Even more. Yep. Uh, I would like to have a disclaimer real quick beforehand that if you ha are partnered with Nintendo, make sure that you are partnered to only do specific videos, not your channel as a whole. I'd like to make sure to put that out there because we did, we've done that. Yeah. So it's only specific videos uh, because we're not a Nintendo channel. It didn't make sense. Uh, the other reason is because now they are no longer allowing live streaming on YouTube live. Yeah. They're, they're like, no, you can't live stream our games. Yes. Which <laughs> continues to show Nintendo doesn't understand uh, the, how big streaming is and how much it pushes and a And how it works. Yes. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's and so many other games propelled into the mainstream because of this. Mm -hmm. Slenderman, I would say Minecraft as well because Minecraft, yeah. I mean, Minecraft had a decent amount of, uh, had some, some, a good amount of people playing it. It wasn't until people were live streaming it and and putting up videos of it that everyone started jumping in. Yeah, everyone. And it, it remains at the top of in or in in the yeah. NPD charts ever since then. Like that and Grand Theft Auto Five are not going away until the next ones come out. Because people keep buying it and rebuying it because they're like, oh, now I need it on this other new platform, platform and yep. and everything. Now they have the uh, Play Anywhere. Um, update so you can play with people anywhere, right. uh, but. If you're like, oh, I've been playing on Switch and now I want to have a uh, server 
to, you know, well, I can't do it on Switch. I've been playing on Xbox, and now I want a server for all my friends to, or, oh, i got to buy the PC version. Now I'll have the PC version as well. So it continues to to, to make money. So yeah. um, Nintendo doesn't understand that poor portion of it, which is, is irritating. Uh, if you, that's why I was saying, don't put your channel in that category, because right. you can stream this on Twitch. Mm-hmm. You can stream the game on Twitch, export the game, uh, the, the video, or edit it, or whatever you want to do, and then put it on YouTube, and then tag that video for monetization through Nintendo, because then you get 60%, yep. yeah. which is better than nothing. It's still not great, but it's better than nothing right now. Yeah. Uh, I still am waiting for... Um, I, I really wish that Nintendo would come in and say, this is not right. And the, I'm sorry, YouTube would come in and say, this is not right. The problem is that YouTube um, tries to play neutral. Mm-hmm. And in playing neutral, they always side with whoever complained. Yeah. And it, it irritates and the, me. And the complaint system is designed for not not the creators, but the people who claim to own the properties. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how that goes. We get we get copyright claims. Sometimes I don't even touch them because uh, sometimes we get multiple ones, and then I'll, co- I'll you know copyright gridlock it, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. But sometimes we get copyright notices from companies that don't own the product that we put up. If we put up a trailer, we put up gameplay or a video, yep. a, a movie of a of a video game, and I'm like, oh, Ubisoft or someone's going to come after us for that. And no, it's some some guy in like Bulgaria or some crap that like had it on a on a journal on a news show kind of like what we do and now he's making money off anybody else. yeah so there's there's things that are that are tricky about being on YouTube yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like the 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 basic story of, of Nintendo is that they they, they don't understand um, how how streaming works and how yeah. this could be turned to their benefit yeah so speaking of things we didn't understand yeah Atari box. Uh, we have details on that. They're saying that it's going to be similar in in power to to what's coming to what's already out, what we already have, and that you can play Atari games on it and other games. So... And we still don't know why why you would buy it. So I, I don't know why I would buy it either. And um, it seems like a pricey Ouya. To me, because yeah. it hasn't, they haven't said it yet. But I'm wondering if this is Android based. Uh, they're talking about buying, like, playing Atari games on it. Um, if it is, if the power is within uh, PS4 and Xbox, why should I buy this? Right. Buy if I have a PS4 or Xbox or a Super Nintendo, if you, yeah, if you're talking about Atari games, I'm like, okay, yeah. Raspberry Pi. I mean, there's there's ways to grab this for considerably cheaper. Why would I pay three hundred, two hundred fifty to three hundred dollars? Uh, for for this, yeah. to me, it doesn't make sense. Still, it's preloaded with a bunch of uh, Atari games and classic games, but that doesn't tell me. Uh, it doesn't sell me at all on this. I mean, what is there going to be a digital store? Who all's bought bought into this? No yeah. third party developers have been like, you know what? We love Atari Box. We're going to put stuff there. Yeah. Um, so that's the the box is actually going to launch come spring. Yep. And we'll see what happens at that point. Um, right now, not really much to report on it. It's just okay. It's two hundred fifty three hundred dollars. Should be comparable to a thing you already have. Yep. We'll be waiting. I don't care yet. Yeah. I do care about Assassin's Creed though. Yes. So Assassin's Creed Origins, which is coming out uh, this week, is it next week? Soon. When it comes out is good. Assassin's Creed Origins is coming out, and in uh, early 2018, there's going to be a tour mode that will let you tour around and non-combat 
go through the game yeah. uh, to to experience the. the uh, to experience the you know the world that they've built and the history yeah. because the history of these games uh, they tap into a lot of historical figures a lot of uh, themes and mythology like slight mythology but right. they're very but it's, historical it's, it's very much based on on things that actually happen and it was uh, there was I heard an interview with with a lady who who actually worked on Notre Dame for like a year and a half. Hmm. Like they 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 are meticulous yeah. about making sure that everything looks the way it's supposed to look mm-hmm. and and feels the way it's supposed to yeah. feel. And so they have done research that doesn't actually show up into the game, but it's kind of based on based on that. And so the idea of going through ancient Egypt and looking at these places and finding out why they were significant, you know, mm-hmm. how the different regions of, of Egypt work and is fascinating to me. And and I I would be interested in just taking a tour and just mm-hmm. strolling through. Yep. And, then yeah. their, their statement was uh, basically says, uh, when you start the tour, you'll, ha- uh, you'll have a path that will lead... From uh, station sorry, to station in order to lead more. For example, the mummification process from the cleaning of the body to the removal of the organs up to the ritual of the opening of the mouth. I hope that teachers will seize this opportunity to present it to their students so that they can learn with this interactive medium. We spent years recreating ancient Egypt, documenting ourselves, validating the content with historians, with consultants, and we feel that many more people than just the players can benefit from that, which is awesome. I'm I'm very much about this uh, about the the research that they put into this and this being able to be used as an educational tool. Yeah, yeah, and and judging by that blurb, it sounds like it won't be playing through the entire game, but a mode that lets you tour through certain yeah, areas. Yeah, and, 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 and it, it seems like that they there will be like a tour. I, I don't know if, they, if they'll have like an actual tour guide or if it'll just be like a path on the ground. It'll be like go here to the next thing, but um, like the NPCs, you know, when way back in the day they just used to walk back and forth across the screen. In Assassin's Creed, you know, you'll you'll see people like sweeping or they'll be dumping stuff or they'll be you know yeah. engineers or they'll be working on vehicles or sewage system. Like there, there's so many NPCs doing so many different things. And those represent actual occupations yeah. in that time period. Yeah. And I'm I'm really curious if the tour will be led by someone who currently like for they're talking about like embalming and everything. I'm wondering if the tour is led by someone like it's it takes place in that time period mm-hmm. and you're just like a regular like citizen that's like, I wanna know more about my about the government and <laughs> like they, they I, I think it, I everything. think at that time period, if you say you want to know more about the government, they just kill you. They probably would. Yeah, <laughs> but it would also be interesting if they had characters, like if they had an embalming person, and you were he was like training somebody how to do it. There, there's a lot of different possibilities with this, but most of them are interesting, and I, I, I love the fact that they're that they're bringing this into something to to learn from, and that's another expansion of what video games can be. Yeah. Welcome to the topic of the episode shows. We call it totes. Totes. Hashtag yeah. totes. Hashtag totes. So we, this is the weekly topic uh, episode show where we tell you a topic uh, and we, we find out what your favorites uh, of the topic are, your feelings on the topic are, and then we discuss our feelings as well as your feelings. This is a very sharing moment. Yes. It's all about sharing. Uh, this week's topic is uh, favorite fighting games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so fighting to me, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little background. My first 
memory playing a, a fighting game um, was either playing uh, Street Fighter Two mm-hmm. uh, in in the uh, like in, in an arcade cabinet, or playing uh, Mortal Kombat. And I believe Street Fighter Two was the first one that I that I played, but yeah. my, my memory gets a little fuzzy there. Right. Um, and I think that uh, that there's there's a lot of really cool things in regards to that I think like Over, uh, Overwatch and others have, have taken the concept of taking these really archetypal figures and 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 uh, and playing with them. And that's one thing that I really liked about fighting games was you know taking these very different styles and throwing them at each other. Um, Tekken's a great example of that as well, where you have all these very different characters, very different fighting styles, yeah. very very uh, UFC like. Let's see what who would win in a fight. The guy doing kung fu or the boxer and yeah. like it's really cool to me. Um, or the kangaroo. Or the kangaroo. Who's going <laughs> to win? I mean, that was the thing at one point. Uh, I think my favorite. I. Uh, Personally, I keep going back uh, to Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Mortal Kombat for the environment, but I think uh, Street Fighter I liked better for when it came to to the balance. Um, but at the same time, uh, a series that I never thought got enough traction because Tekken overshadowed it was Virtua Fighter. Yeah, Virtua Fighter had great graphics, had great um, characters, and great controls, but Tekken did it better. Yeah. Tekken took what Virtua Fighter was doing and made it better, and then yeah, and then Virtua, Virtua Fighter, Fighter kind of fell floundered. Off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, Cass Bradley, mm-hmm. uh, one of our our viewers, watchers, listeners, uh, she said that she had a really controversial one, and she said Injustice, and I was like, no, no. that's not controversial. Injustice is awesome. Injustice is great. Uh, Injustice has one of the best storylines I have yeah. ever seen in a campaign. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm still waiting on Injustice Two to drop to a point because like there there's so many games it coming dropped out. Dropped out I to like thirty nine dollars this yeah, week. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll probably be picking it up soon because uh, Tiff said that she really Tiff and Redbeard both yeah. said that they enjoyed the campaign. So I'm looking forward to seeing where mm-hmm. that goes. Um, but we also had <laughs> Owen said uh, uh, Marvel versus Capcom or, or you're, you're wrong or you're wrong. Uh, Marvel versus Capcom two could be in there as well. Well, I mean, the, I think he's talking about the series. <laughs> oh, as well. sure. Uh, it's it's a great mashup. Uh, I mean, with Street Fighter, you and and Capcom in general, you already have these superheroes, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're when you have people were immediately saying, "Well, how can you do that? This is a fighting game, and they're mutants." I'm like, okay, but Ryu throws Hadoukens at people. Yeah. And and Dalsim breathes fire and stretches. He's already a mutant. Yeah, basically. it's it, it, it's already it's already gone past yes. you know fighting, boxing, whatever. And at that point, it's like all right, now we're just balancing out to make sure that that, that one side isn't more powerful than the other, yeah. and it works really well. And I also really enjoy uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, particularly for the like the 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 way that they illustrate on screen mm-hmm. the differences between the characters because you've got huge characters, and then Wolverine's just standing over here, Absolutely but he's so that. fast. Absolutely love. That. And that's 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 a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and Hulk is just giant, and that's yeah. how it should be. I, yeah, I really he's love supposed that. he's supposed to be that tall. <laughs> Deal with it. Yep. Um, uh, Cameron said that uh, said that he really enjoys the the Tekken series for mm-hmm. for the pacing and the style and all that kind of stuff. And I'm I've always been a huge fan of the Tekken mm-hmm. series. Um, I used to play two in the arcade. Uh, yeah. I, wor- I worked at, at, at a grocery store, and around the corner in in the CC's Pizza, there's a Tekken machine, and it was nice. Tekken two, and nice. I. I Played the crap out of it. Yeah. My my dude was king. I never got to the point where I could do like the ten grab combos and stuff. But like, it's some it's some ridiculous yeah. stuff, and they they embrace that. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I, I really enjoy that series. That's another one that has a, a weird, convoluted story, mm-hmm. but it's 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 fun to watch. Yeah. Um, honestly, the the Cass said that she had a controversial one. Jake actually has the yes. controversial one. He says Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty Warriors is not a fighting game. Nope. It's you you fight, but you fight in. I mean, there's combat in most games. No, that's 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 a, a, that's, that's, a that's a slash. entirely separate thing. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so. Like a, as, a fighter as as... game is is one on one, going at it, uh, and then yeah, there's maybe a tag element to it, like right. or Capcom and others, but is one v one, straight up fighting, uh, okay. one one person versus yeah, yeah. another. It is not two v four or whatever, because then you get into like to the the beat 'em ups, like the Streets of Rage and those kind of games, right? Because right. that's, that's not that's that's a separate. And line. I'd say that Dynasty Warriors is like a three D samurai Streets of Rage. Yeah. It's different. You're it's just, just you're beating up the fodder of of, of enemies yeah. as opposed to fighting one guy. Yeah. Um, Killer Instinct on the Super Nintendo was one that that it doesn't really hold up in single player because the the yeah. the AI is way too cheap in that game. I don't know how anybody ever beat Idol at the higher levels. Yeah. Um, but in 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 person ver- human versus human. That's that's a really good yeah. and fun fighting game, yeah. um, and they they ripped off pieces of, of Street Fighter, but then they developed their own thing. Yeah, um, and I also like the universe that they created, the 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 corporations and everything, um, like Glacius and Cinder and Fulgore. Like the the characters are spectacular, yeah. and it's real it's really fun to see the 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 Ice Guy versus the Skeleton and yeah. and yeah, and I, I I always loved I always loved Jago. Jago was Jago was the ninja. Okay, yeah, yeah. And and the the ultimate, it, it for me it was a good mashup of of Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. because it had the fatalities and the ultimates and super mega combos and knocking people off of buildings to their death. Yeah. But you could push back to block, <laughs> and I, I have I have tried multiple times to get into Mortal Kombat, but my instinct from so long of playing of playing Tekken and playing Street Fighter yeah. is I. There, it's it's, it's yep. back to block, yep. and if, if that if that doesn't work, and I just get the crab beat out of me, I'm not gonna have fun. Yeah, and see, so. in Mortal Kombat came out, that was not that was not the established norm. Yeah, and that's why Mortal Kombat didn't have that in there. Does Injustice have it? I don't even remember. Yep, in, Injustice, Injustice, Injustice is back to block. There you go, and Injustice is made by the guys who made the Mortal Kombat X game. Mm-hmm. So no, they've, they've never obviously known. they've obviously um, uh, learned uh, yeah. that that there's certain things you have to give up on. Yeah. Um, and a small shout out to Darkstalkers because that that is an anime series that that brought in and it has it has a very similar art style to Marvel versus Capcom yeah. so it's got it's got the huge guys and the little guys and the the fourteen year old girls with the ghost friends like it, it it gets weird and I, I I love the the weird anime fighting games that that just divorce themselves from reality completely. Yes. Thank you. So yeah. Japan. So let us know. Let us know in the comments what weird fighting games you liked, and and uh, be sure to reach out to at uh, Snake Madness, Jake the Snake on Twitter, mm-hmm. and let him know that that's not a fighting game. Please try again. Yes. Thanks. Sorry, Jake. <laughs>